Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of the B-Team podcast. Tonight, we have a little special treat for you. Tomorrow, this morning, this evening, this noon, I don't know when you're listening. We have This League Part 2. We brought the NBA panel back. We have Justin, and we have Pierce. I don't know why I'm introduced second there. Yeah, Pierce looked a little hurt that he went second, so. Yeah. If you need to run back to that, be back, though. Um, Hello to all the fans. Follow me at Three on Instagram. I think you're. I think you're talking about fan. Yes, shout out. We're all here. (laughs) We're all here now. So. (laughs) Well, guys, we talked about it. Full on NBA playoff preview episode, Um, but before we get too far into that, I thought it would be best for us to. You know, build up our ethos before we, before we hop on into this. Our credibility. Okay, that's the right word, right? Yeah, uh, ethos is. I don't think that's the one you're looking for. But you have the pathos and the logos. (laughs) It might be ethos. I don't know. Cut this before Westminster hears. (laughs) So we did a full like preseason episode where we listed off a bunch of teams who are higher than, lower than. Uh, gave our NBA Finals predictions, gave MVP predictions, uh, kind of ran the gambit on things. That sounded like a poop. (laughs) (laughs) It's just my raggedy old recliner. (laughs) This is off to a great start. (laughs) It's already unhinged. That did numbers for our ethos. (laughs) Pierce, before the season started, I asked you to name three teams you were higher than. You said the Wolves. Boo. (laughs) Good job, though. Yeah, thank you. You said the Heat. The big three. (laughs) And you said the Knicks. Damn. Justin, you told the people that you were higher on the Heat, the Bulls, and the Nuggets. How do you feel like you did there? Oh, uh, the the Nuggets one wasn't. Uh, I think you had the Nuggets too, though. But uh, uh yeah, yeah, but, I think the Nuggets was probably a push. Yeah, they also they, uh, were missing Justin's breakout candidate, Michael Porter Jr. And uh, what a average fifty and thirty on a max contract. And Jamal what a, Murray. What an average 50 and 30. That, that freaking back. Guys. 50 and 30. <laughs> what two stats would you have averaged 50 and 30 in? He might have scored 50 and had 30 in his combined games played this year. He, did, he, he, didn't, he didn't even get there. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought the other two were okay, though. All right, so Justin's was the Heat, the Nuggets, and who? The Bulls. I'll give them a solid 1-0-2. Oh, we calling the Nuggets and the Bulls a a, a push? That's what I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards. I think the Bulls might have been a little better than projected, so it might be a 2-0-1 oh, situation, but. We'll go with that. Uh, I had the Jazz, the Blazers, and the Celtics. Not great. 
Yeah, I'd say one and two. <laughs> Not great. Yeah, one and two. Celtics really saved you in the second half of the season. They didn't look good at first. No. No, but my boy Ime, Ime Aduka got him rolling. On the teams we're lower than, Justin, do you want to defend your son's pick? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to talk. I, I think it came out of hatred for Chris Paul. I'm just going to go with that. Just uh, say if it makes you feel any better, your other two are the Hawks and Blazers. Those are good picks. Those solid. Pierce, you had the Nets, Lakers, and Bucks. Boom. Let's say uh, two zero and one. I'll say two. I mean, the Bucks finished third in the East. Their win total probably was lower than predicted because the East they're all kind of bunched together in the high forties, low fifties. Um, I mean, you could call it three now. I don't think we will. Uh, <laughs> and then I had the Pelicans, Clippers, Hornets. I'm gonna throw out there. I was three and up. I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the who? Pelicans. Okay. Clippers. Clippers okay. and Hornets. I think the Hornets were a push. Okay, I'll settle for that. I don't think they were supposed to be like making waves in the East this year. I think they were supposed to be a play. I think they were supposed to be the Grizzlies of last year. They the were. Grizzlies of last year got in the playoffs. I know. You're right. Not going to be by 30 in a playing game. That's back to back years, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. LaMelo Rough Ball. Stuff. Like, did y'all see the stat about LaMelo Ball in playing games? I'm sure it's not good. He's like averaging 15 points a game on like 30% shooting. That team low-key annoys me, by the way. Ooh. Weren't they on your teams to watch? They were on my league pass team. Yeah. Them, the Bulls, and the Magic. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not watching any Magic games. No. I didn't think I watched the Magic play the Grizzlies. (laughs) Sorry, Ben. I'm not sorry, Ben. Your team sucks. (laughs) Pierce, you had the Hornets, Bulls, and Minnesota. That's all three good, fun teams to watch. Uh, well, at least Chicago was for most of the season. Ooh, Minnesota. <laughs> Justin, you also had the uh, Bulls, Hornets, and um, Timberwolves. You two are lockstep and key. Do you, let's let's break the ice off of this conversation here, Justin. Speaking of broken. Explain Michael Porter Jr. as the breakout candidate. <laughs> I don't have an explanation. It was the last minute. Look, you sent us an agenda. I looked at it probably like 15 minutes before, and I just had to pick somebody. You said this guy that just got paid $180 million. And didn't even play. Yeah, living the dream. Somehow the you were Parsons. wrong twice. I mean, he Nobody didn't said we were geniuses here. I think Justin may have just misunderstood the question. Maybe that's what Junior just broke. He read breakdown candidate. Ah. Uh, we'll go with that. Pierce, your breakouts. Uh, I'm just going to skip the Grizzlies, guys. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, can I just preface with this was mostly a bit. <laughs> you also had uh, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Cole Anthony. Do you rock? Yeah, um, Cole Anthony, I like him simply because he. I think he had cool hair in college. <laughs> I mean, it's the same hair he has now. And he has cool hair now. I, like we've said previously, no one watches the Magic. Yeah, I can't tell you if he actually had a breakout year or not because yeah. our magic correspondent doesn't even watch the magic. It's a, you can't watch the magic. It's bad unless you have a league pass. <laughs> I would like to argue my breakout candidate though. That was John Moran. I mean, I mean, it was a solid pick. He had I, already broken out. I don't think. But, so. Look at look at what he's averaging this year versus last year. I think that people he was not a superstar last year. This year, no, but we all thought he was on the trajectory to be a superstar. I argue this. I didn't know if everyone thought that or that was a Grizzlies thought. I didn't know if that. I was think true. if you, I think if you want to make yourself look really good, you would argue Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson. I argue Desmond Bain and Jaron. <laughs> That's who I was talking about. <laughs> Desmond Bain became a, what, 18-point-per-game scorer and yeah. a top-10 three-point shooter in the NBA. Couple and Jaron Jackson is going to finish on the first-team all-defensive team and top three or top five in Defensive Player of the Year. Led the league in block shots. In steals, stocks. Yeah. <laughs> block plus steals. Right. Uh-oh. <laughs> I gotta get my Twitter under control. All right, what about Hero and Duncan Robinson? Were those just bits too? Um, D Rock was, and for the people listening at home, D Rock is Duncan Robinson. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Harrow, I get the heat into game announcements. He had a lot of big games for that. I think that he potentially was a pretty good breakout. He's going to win six man of the year. Yeah. So I'll stand by the Tyler Hero. And name one other white guy in the NBA who has a Jack Harlow song named after him. I couldn't name you another Jack Harlow song. Really? What's poppin'? That's the second one. Brand new whip just hopped in? What about that new Glamour <laughs> song? <laughs> nah, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I know him from the Drewski videos. <laughs> it says vacation dumbass <laughs> my breakout candidates I think I did pretty good on these I had Jordan Poole broken out great great pick Tyrese Maxey I'll consider myself a win yep Keldon Johnson uh, and then first time uh, All Star Darius Garland. No, those were good Sorry. picks. I feel like Garland might just be a me. I I kind of thought he was on the same track as like to a lesser, like a level below. But Jaw, how you were saying everybody was projecting him to have that stuff. I thought Garland was kind of on that same trajectory, a level below. Yeah, if you remember, I did say that, like, he was the one I thought was pushing the envelope. Yeah, I do remember you saying that. So, so I'm just going to hold you to that. 
<laughs> all your other picks were solid. Thank you. Uh, Pierce, your rookie of the year was Cade Cunningham, who was awesome this year. Justin, yours was Jalen Green, who was awesome the second half of the year. And mine was Evan Mobley. I think uh, Cade and Evan Mobley are going to finish in the top three in Rookie of the Year. I don't know if they're going to win it. Uh, that might go to Scotty Barnes. We'll see how the final voting shakes out. But none of us had Scotty. That's kind of a letdown. I mean, after watching you- that, what was that, a skills competition where he missed like yeah. four layups in a row? Do you really want to bank on a guy named it. Scotty? Oh, he did just win the Masters, so. Yeah, uh, number one golfer in the world. Big come up for Scotty's here recently. Yeah, Scotty's are like, pour one out for Scotty Pippen. No, let's not do that. Yeah, his his wife. <laughs> Esty situation. Got our future. <laughs> uh, and this is where we really start to look like idiots. Oh, Pierce, Pierce, I will give you a chance to proclaim this as a bit as well. Your MVP pick was Ja. Uh, Ja was top three most of the year. I would argue that if he wasn't so injury prone, he would finish top. If he, he, oh, I don't want to put, never mind, run that back. If he hadn't (laughs) suffered a few injuries this year, he would finish top three. But unfortunately, he had some bad bounces. Now again, I, I'm going to argue that of the three that we're about to discuss, Jaw was the best one. The best one? Who'd you pick? <laughs> I picked KD. Okay, where did his team finish? This, I mean, it was seventh in the East, but KD's numbers were still ridiculous. Because if I recall, I watched the Nets play the other night in a playing game. <laughs> so, miss me with that MVP talk. I think Jai is going to finish higher. Mm, I don't know. It'll be close between those two. Uh, Justin, you picked Steph. Also, a hey. couple injuries away. I was going to say, he, start, he started out started out like he was, and then, yeah, injuries. This is, I think, statistically the worst shooting year of his career, which is wild because he still had a really good year. <laughs> what, did he shoot 40% from three? Yeah, I think it was like 38, 38 something <laughs> like that. Like I, I remember, like seeing on Twitter, like during his shooting slump, and I like, looked up the numbers, and I was like, shooting like thirty five percent. Most players would kill for that slump. Well, he was trying to break that all time record too. I think he just kind of started yeah. hoisting stuff up there. And then our finals picks, boys. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good. This isn't our fault. We Pierce, were live too. Pierce, you said you were lower on the Lakers than everyone else and then had the Heat Lakers in the finals. <laughs> I was lied to by the mainstream media, and I didn't believe it at first. And by the end of the episode, I had talked myself into it's freaking LeBron. He's going to the finals. And guess who was right, media? I was. <laughs> you dumb people. <laughs> Justin and I both had Nets Lakers. We might just want to zoom on past this. And shout yes. out uh, the Heat, though. They might. We'll get to the Heat here soon. We're gonna, like I said, we're gonna predict every round. No, then we, let's let's scoot this along. <laughs> let's scoot this along, like Kyle Lowry scoots that ass down the court. <laughs> Y'all, 
Did y'all see in baseball the other day where uh, <laughs> Sean Murphy? Hit butt? Yeah. Kyle Lowry would have exploded that baseball. <laughs> oh, that dude was still cheeks. <laughs> that dude was thick. <laughs> All right. Y'all want to hop on into it? We got a lot of stuff to cover tonight. Let's, let's do it. Pierce. We'll start in the first, we'll start in the east. And we'll start with the one eight matchup. You have the Heat taking on either the Hawks or the Cavs. Is there any way? Let me preface this for everyone listening, by the way. This is a two out of three consensus. So we're all going to pick who we think is going to progress on some debates, I'm sure will take place. But at the end of the day, whoever two of the three agree with is is what we're doing. Um, Is there any way that we think the Hawks or the Cavs can beat the Heat? Trey Young got ungodly hot in the playoffs last year. And I don't know what happened to him, but he was just on a different planet. I don't see the Heat letting that happen. But I do think there's a chance, but I'm still going Heat. This feels weird after my prediction, after what I just said about Trey Young, but I'm going Heat in five. So you think the Heat play the Hawks? You think the Hawks win tomorrow night, Friday night? Um. Yeah, if the Hawks win Heat in five, the Pelicans win Heat in four. The Pelicans aren't in the East. Oh, wait, who was the other option? The Cavs? Cavs. Heat in four. Sorry. <laughs> the Cavs are getting Jared Allen back for the first time in a, a month plus. I think I read from March a broken finger. Yeah. 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 By the way, I did not know a broken finger kept you out that long. Yeah. One of those nagging things. Like, also, how convenient he can come in for the last game of the season. I feel like he's probably either not all the way healed or he's been fine. Weird move. Yeah, but you think if he was healed, he'd want to play. He'd want to play in that game against Brooklyn the other night. I think he did. He did not. Mm-hmm. Oh, he hadn't played since March. I know he hadn't played since March. I thought he wanted to play. Darius Garland went off in that game. By the way, I think the point guard matchup between him and. Uh, um, Trey is going to be really fun, but like you said, I, I after last year, I've just kind of stopped betting against Trey in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, I also don't think they can beat the Heat. I think six games at the most. Six games if he gets super hot, but I think the Heat are so good. Like, Spoh's such a good coach on scheming. I think he's going to throw a lot of stuff at Trey that he's not used to seeing. So I, I think Trey might figure it out a little late in the series, but yeah. Justin, do you say it the same way? Yeah, I I, I think Heat and five, and I, I do think the Hawks will beat the Cavs, but the, I don't think that he's going to have a problem with either one of them. So, granted, they're playing the Hornets, but they have like five minute spurts where they just look ungodly awesome. I they got some dudes. John, Yeah, I don't think John Collins is playing though, is he? All right, we're in agreement. Heat, heat move on to the second round. I should have prefaced all of this with I've watched these teams play when they play the Grizzlies. That's about it this year. Hey, that's furthering establishing our ethos logos pathos right there. I don't think you know what those, one of those mean. One of those three is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I think it 
definitely establishes our logos on why we pick what we pick because we've watched all these teams play twice this year, top, like maybe. <laughs> Don't you have season tickets? No. I mean, I went to a lot of Grizzlies games, but again, I went to <laughs> Grizzlies games. The only time I ever watched the other team play was when we played the Heat. You know what I was looking at. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on the Heat, and we're going to go to the 2-7 matchup, which I think is going to bring the first debate and probably the longest debate of the night. You have the Celtics taking on the Nets. No debate. Celtics. I think Boston, too. I, the Nets can't play defense. It's bad. Celtics. Like, it is so bad. This is – for what it's – for what it's worth, um, the ESPN crew picked the game, or picked the series rather, and they have it nine seven nets. Nine experts pick the nets, seven pick the Celtics. I'm with you guys. I think the Celtics are just a better basketball team. Uh, that, that that last word you said, their team, is what really makes me pick against the Nets. I've watched them play a few times. This year, and every time, it's just Katie and Kyrie ISO. And when they play against a full team, in the playoffs, it's less of an issue because you don't rest as much. You don't go as deep into your bench. But I don't see their isolation game working, especially against the Celtics, who are one of the best defensive teams in the league. They're the best defensive I team in the league. I didn't want to well, just- die on that rock, but on that hill. But I do think they're the they were statistically the best. So, and they have a lot more firepower, I think, on offense than the Nets do. After you take away their two obvious players, I mean, Kyrie and KD are going to do what they're going to do, but like they're not going to be able to stop anybody. Yeah, it's weird that they have y'all would consider they have at worst two of the best three players in the series, right? Yeah. Yeah, at work. Like if you're factoring Jason Tatum in there, then you have yeah. Dylan number four. Yeah, but I watched that game against the Cavs the other night, and it like the Nets were up twenty four at one point, I believe, and by the like they just stopped. They, they always just stop playing defense, or they just never start playing defense, and it's a problem. Um, when they came to Memphis a few weeks ago on that ESPN game. Kyrie dropped 44. KD dropped 35. Still lost. And they Kyrie one shot the other night. And with like two minutes left, it was a two-possession game. Yeah. So I just don't think that – now what's going to throw a wrench in this is if Ben Simmons decides he's going to play basketball. That's that's the thing. It's who's going to get their guy back first between Ben Simmons coming back to Brooklyn and Robert Williams' time lord coming back to Boston. So. Um, which is super weird, by the way, that he tore his MCL and they're just like, oh, yeah, he'll be ready by like game three when we dealt with a Jaron torn MCL and he was out for 10 months. Yeah, but that might have been by design, too. Like His, all, his recovery was all, like Jaron got his full on repaired where I think they said Robert Williams got part of his shaved off. He didn't get it totally removed, but um, it's supposed to be a quicker recovery if you do that. That's what Brandon Roy did. They gave him a little bit of extra time in the NBA before, you know, it finally gave out. But 
that makes me sad. But I feel like Boston's also in a different situation than the Grizzlies were in. Grizzlies are very much in a we're in a building point. And I think the Celtics are feeling a little bit of win now pressure. I don't know if it's pre- like they're just they're a good basketball team with or without. Yeah. But there's been a lot of talk this year on if like it's working in Boston or if they need to trade a star. And so I feel like that adds some pressure to get everybody back and play well. Whereas if Memphis has some injuries, like if Jaron's out, people are like, oh, it's the Grizzlies. They're, re- re- they're rebuilding. Yeah, probably a little bit of truth to that. You're right. And honestly, like Ben Simmons coming into the picture, like how much is he going to matter being the first he's time never ever played. played with him? Yeah, he's never played with the Nets. Like that's everyone's just like, oh, if they get Ben Simmons, I can throw him on Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown for a couple possessions. Like, okay, then what happens on the other end whenever they just foul the shit out of Ben Simmons, who uh, we don't need to go into mental issues on here, but like it's pretty well documented that he's got some problems. You could have just said he had the yips, man. <laughs> shoot free throws. Trying to get us canceled. He can't shoot, period. Yeah, facts. Speaking of, speaking of free throws, what's up with that plumbing brother shoot left-handed? It's still the middle of a freaking playoff game. That's why he plays for the Hornets. <laughs> you remember when Zaire Williams threw that ball at him? That was funny. <laughs> I can't believe we're all in agreement. I thought this was going to be the one for sure that I had to, like, I I wasn't gonna let y'all pick Brooklyn. By the way, I know I said two three consensus, but I lied. <laughs> we get it. We're just we're all little pawns in your game. <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, I'm on Caesars right now. They have uh, betting odds for all the series that are already established. So six of them. Um, this is the one that they have as the closest series right now, and probably for good reason. The KD Kyrie are. Are awesome basketball players. Yeah. Oh, right now to win the series, like Boston a six, is seven game series. Yeah. Right now to win the series, Boston is minus one forty. I wish there were plus numbers. I would throw dollars at that. Well, all the favorites are minus, Pierce. I know, but I didn't know if they would be a favorite. I just said they're the betting favorite. I don't listen to you. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna move Boston on. That takes us to the 3-6 series. I think this might be the shortest conversation of the night. The books, the books, the Bucks and the Bulls. Bucks. Sweet. Bucks and four. Uh, the Bulls have never beaten Giannis, I don't believe. The Bulls. Who have they beaten that's relevant this year? I think the Bulls were broken on MLK Day. Really? We're at that game. We we were all there. Um, When their center got physically picked up by another man and drug half Tony Bradley. I I think that broke them mentally. Like they were on a, I think they were on a pretty good win streak at the time. And they have not been the same team since then. Yeah, that's injuries. It's probably Tony Bradley getting emasculated. And not Zach Levine being in and out of the lineup and Lonzo being out and Caruso being out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no. I mean, when a grown man is picked up by another grown man in front of thousands of people. A seven-foot grown man. Yeah. Get off my point guard, mate. I asked him to remove his hands from a point guard. He didn't do it, so I had to be like, all right, I'm going to have to take you away from here. (laughs) 
<laughs> right now, this is the biggest discrepancy in betting. The books are minus eleven hundred. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, they are of the of the series established. They have the best odds. <laughs> that makes sense. They are the defending champs as well. And ESPN's experts picked at twenty nothing Milwaukee. Yeah. So I, I feel safe in saying Milwaukee is going to sweep that series. Yes. Maybe a gentleman sweep, but the word sweep will be in it. <laughs> All right. So we moved on Milwaukee. Shouldn't have. The four or five matchup. 76ers Raptors. This is the one a lot of people are picking an upset on. 76ers Raptors. Oof. That one's tough. I'm I'm gonna go with the Sixers. I think Joel Embiid is one he's a very good basketball player. Um I think he's good enough to get them out of the first round. And he also has James Harden who sucks but can score points sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think they show out in the first round. Please tell me you heard Jalen Rose the other day talk about his stat line looks like <laughs> concert uh, tour dates. It's like, yeah, it was three like, for 14, four, four, four for, for 13. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, no, I agree. Uh, Embiid will carry him by himself through the first. Yeah, round. I think Joel Embiid gets him through the first. Yeah, I think it's a consensus. I think the 76ers win in seven. Ooh. But I think Joel Embiid's the best player in the court. And he's good enough to get him on. Uh, this is also like I know Fred Van Fleet and Pascal Siakam have been in this situation before. This is the first we're going to see of Scotty Barnes in the playoffs. Um, the big thing that came out of the last week or two of the NBA season, uh, we learned whenever uh, when Philadelphia went to Toronto, Matisse Thybulle will not be playing in these games. He's not fully vaccinated, so he's ineligible to play. So that takes away a big wing defender. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I still like Philadelphia. And um, it's basically just because Joel Embiid is that good. Yeah, that's my biggest point. My biggest, like, reason for choosing the Sixers is Joel Embiid. I wonder how ESPN picked this one. Let's check and see. Caesars has it at uh, Philadelphia minus 190. Pretty low for the most part. Um, they have it as ESPN does. Picked at 14 to 6 76ers. That's probably about right, you'd say. Yeah, it's a good split. All right, so we've done all the East first round. It takes us to the West. Justin, why don't you start us off with the uh, the Suns? Against either the Clippers or the Pelicans. Oh, is this just a similar conversation of the Heat? Or well, I mean, it should be, but I guess I needed to fill my Suns being, you know, being lower on the Suns, right? Sure. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's definitely Suns. Suns are going to take care of either one of them. Suns and four. Yeah, it, it's essentially the the same conversation. Four. I don't think it's going to be a sweep one way or the other. Um, I think Paul George is good enough to get the Clippers a game, and I think. Uh, the combination of Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum are good enough to get the Pelicans a game. You're, um, you're right. 
But I think, yeah, the Suns win fairly handily. I quickly concede my sweep, too. All right, so we're all in agreement there. Have we had one where we had a split yet? We haven't? No. I'm really glad you had this rule. We're going to skip the 2-7 and come back to that. Uh, Warriors-Nuggets, the 3-6 series. That's going to be a good one. I think so, too, and I haven't heard a lot of people say that. In in Busby? Busby, listen closely. Give me the Nuggets. Wow. Give me the ESPN nuggets. picked a 19-1 uh, Warriors. Yeah, and they picked the Lakers to make the playoffs. So, <laughs> I mean, so did we. True. Yeah, Where did they get picked? <laughs> we don't. Uh, I'm back. I don't know. I'm kind of split. Uh, I I think I would go Nuggets if they had Jamal Murray, but I think I'm gonna have to go Warriors. But I I, I do really want to go Nuggets with Pierce. I. Do you want me to make my decision and then you go from there? Do you want to be the no, deciding no. voter? No, you can be the deciding vote. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me. I think it's going to be a very close series. Either team could win. I'm going with the Nuggets because we haven't had a split decision yet. Not a good reason. Well, if you would have went with the Warriors, I probably would have went Nuggets. So I'm like, I'm that on the fence. Like, Jokic I think is just ridiculous. Jokic is so freaking good at basketball that I can Who? see him single-handedly I mean, keeping this close. It's Who's going to guard him? We just went with the Sixers. We said Joel Embiid's going to carry them through that series. Yeah, but yeah, but the, the Warriors the, have more the, guys than the – Yeah, the Raptors don't have Steph yeah. Curry. You're right. Yeah. But – It is Steph Curry coming off of an injury. Yeah. Their whole, like, star power is coming off injuries. We're, we might get into this a little bit later, but I this might be the end of the Warriors' run as we know it. I I kind of want to flip my pick. Honestly, kind of thought that into the Warriors' run as we knew it was like two years ago. When Clay tore his Achilles the first time? Yeah. When they lost to Toronto, like, they haven't been this – they haven't struck the same fear in the NBA, I don't think. As they used to. Well, there's, there's, again, Clay's been out for two years. Draymond's been in and out of the lineup for the most part. Yeah. That team last year, if you go back and, like, I went back today. This is just how nerdy I am. I rewatched the playing game against the Grizzlies last year. That team sucked, dude. Yeah. It was, it was Steph. It was an unhealthy Draymond. It was a Jordan Poole who wasn't Jordan Poole yet. And then it was like Juan Toscano Anderson and a, like a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, I mean, like they're a product of injuries. Like they caught a lot of bad breaks, but I don't think they've been like the, the Warriors in a few years. Yeah, I'm going with the Warriors because this, I, Steph is still Steph. I think. Yeah, I think they're the better overall team. Okay. Um, despite you know what we've kind of just said, like if you take Jokic out of that. Nuggets lineup that team stinks. Oh yeah, but you, but he's that good. But he's not out of the lineup. Yeah, but can he? Can one dude beat that team? I don't know. But he has so much more than just score. So it's not like 
That's all he's got to do. To he's kind of got like, like the LeBron thing that I've always argued. Like LeBron makes everybody better. Like Jokic elevates everybody around him. If there's one dude that can almost single-handedly beat that team, he's definitely in the top three of that list. Yeah, because he hits them at their weakest spot. Yeah, yeah. are I they going to have Kevon Looney guarding him? Would you say JP? Healthy. Who? Yeah, exactly. He's got torn MCL too. Hmm. Shout out to him. But no, I said I, I really just wouldn't be surprised if they beat him. Like if the Nuggets did win, like I think it's going to be a fun. It, it could, it could be Busby. It could be Warriors in four. I'm going with the Nuggets though. I'm going with the Joker. Justin, what you got? I think if I, I'm going to stick Golden State, but I'm going to stick Golden State too. All right. I think this series is going to be closer than what ESPN is predicting. Uh, the sports books have it Golden State minus two forty. Oh. Might sprinkle a little bit, of but that. maybe we're just higher on Jokic than most people. I mean, he's about to be. Dude, go back and look at the list of people that have gone back to back MVPs, and it's insane. And he's like fully deserved of it. So, really? it's like Giannis, LeBron, Steph. Yeah. Steve Nash? I'm sure Jordan's on there. But Jokic is awesome. Did Steve Nash win back-to-back? Now I just want to know. I don't know if he won back-to-back. Let me check. Regardless, we're moving on the Warriors. Steve Nash did go back-to-back. Gosh, I know so much about 2000s NBA. Who never (laughs) went back-to-back MVPs? Kobe. I have no idea if that's true. <laughs> you want to find out? Yeah, Google it. I just want to look it up. Pack check. If he did, we're cutting this. He only won MVP once. It was 2008. He only won one? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was like, like, there were so many great yeah. players in the 2000s. The fact that Steve Nash won it twice is shocking to me. Yeah, but it's still – you would assume that he would have won it in the early 2000s. He wasn't even the best player. I can see, team. like, the late 2000s and all that because that's kind of when LeBron took over. But He wasn't even the best player in his team in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, but when did Shaq leave Los Angeles? 2004. Did you make that up? I know that. In five and six were the Nash years. Yeah. Then you had LeBron like four years in the league. So, our next matchup, people, is uh, the matchup that they're going to put on Discovery Channel. It's the Dallas Mavericks versus the Utah Jazz. Guy Fieri is going to be in the co- in the commentators' booth. Bear Grylls is going to be skydiving in from the rafters. Who knows what's going going to go on here? Give me the the Jazz in six. Yeah. This, is this a is this a Luca injury thing? Yeah, yeah, it's going to depend on Luca. Like, I think Shams tweeted out today that he's missing game one. Well, because that team is nothing without him. He is he is absolutely hurt. So it's just the question of if you think hurt Luca is better than the Jazz. Possibly when you put it like that, <laughs> but I'm still going Jazz. Wait, hey, Justin, uh, clarification question. Jazz healthy? Uh, 
they're as healthy as they've been. I mean, I mean, they, they got Joe Ingles is out. Guys. Yeah, Joe Ingles got traded. Yeah, and he got hurt. Yeah, so he got traded. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, Miss that one. I mean, they have a healthy Donovan Mitchell, a healthy Mike Conley, a healthy Rudy Gobert. Bogdanovich is back. Yeah, so I'm going Jazz. Justin, you're going to be the deciding vote here. I'm going the Mavericks. I think there's way too much dysfunction going on in Utah. I think that they're going to be the team that moves probably Gobert in the offseason. Can I preface this? It may just be because I want to see the Jazz to play a certain other team later on in the playoffs so they can get dunked all over by Ja. I mean, a different <laughs> team's point guard. I mean, they wouldn't – There's if the Jazz win round one, they're not winning round two. Yeah. But, They'd have to play the one seed, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. seedings confused. Sorry. But uh, – still going Jazz. No, I think I'm going to take – I think I'm going to take Utah just because of the, the Luka and Wow, Andrew. okay. What do you have to say to that, Bud? I, I, I really, I really think that uh, I 100 percent agree with you that they're gonna blow it all up after this year because they're gonna lose in the second round. And uh, but yeah, I think I think they're better than the Mavs. With ESPN uh, has a 12-7 Mavericks, and the Jazz are betting favorites right now on Caesar. So maybe they know something we don't. Maybe Luca's out. So let me let me let me say this. My pick is completely predicated on Luca only missing one game. Because like we've said about Jokic and Embiid, I think Luca is that good. I know 100%. he hasn't been out of the first round yet, but he's played the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George in like back to back years. Yeah, no, Luca is that good, but I'm just a huge question mark on him right now. Oh, if he's healthy, it's not. This isn't even a question. Like, I mean, either way, I don't think either of these teams are getting out of the second round. But yeah, especially with where they ended up at. Yeah, but I'm I'm still gonna go Jazz. Yeah. All right, circling back around to the two seven series that are that's our Memphis Grizzlies. Whoop that trick! Whoop that trick! And the Minnesota Timberwolves. Busby. We're gonna whoop them like the little tricks they are. <laughs> Mom and Dad, don't Google that. <laughs> I am a little surprised that the upset has been picking up steam recently. I don't know if it's recency bias from watching them beat the Clippers. Because I don't feel like people were talking about that very much before that playing game happened. I think after that is kind of whenever the sh- the tide shifted. I will say ESPN still has a fourteen nothing Grizzlies, so they're all on board. I think it's all recency bias, but it's enough recency bias to make me very nervous. Like I'm always nervous when the Grizzlies. I play, mean, but they did split the season series two two. But let me add a little bit of context if I can. One of those losses was the first week of the season where the Grizzlies couldn't stop the three of us playing pickup basketball. And one of those losses was at the end of the series or at the end of the season when Ja got hurt mid-game and just kind of played through it. And him, Bain, and Jaron all shot below 40% from the field. And Dylan didn't play in any of the four games. Yeah. But what worries me is that I think Anthony Edwards is going to, like, arrive so to speak 
Um, hey, D'Angelo Russell just always goes off against us. Right, but he doesn't go off against us with Dylan in the lineup. Also, Patrick Beverly plays the, against the Grizzlies like his life's mission, mission is to hurt Ja. I mean, Patrick Beverly plays against everyone that way. Yeah, but I hate Patrick Beverly. If that dude hurts Ja, I'm going to lose it. We riot. It, it, if That's something it. should have calmed you guys down, it was the press conference Ja gave today. Oh, that video you sent? Yes. That's how I wanted to open up that. I, I knew there was something I wanted to say when I opened the episode up, and it was going to be, I'm about my business today. Don't worry, dude. We're only 47 minutes in. We can go back and restart. <laughs> no, we did that that last time. the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jaws about his business. All he's thinking about is the trash talk that Patrick Beverly's talked about him this year and talked to him. And I think Jaws going to just put his, you know, right in Patrick Beverly's <laughs> face. Let me let me give you all one more little tidbit here. Since 1980, it's either 87 or 89, either way, a lot of years ago. In 1-8 and 2-7 matchups, the lower seed has won a grand total of 10 times. Granted, one of those times was us. Yeah. So, yay, us. <laughs> That's a lot of series for that low of an outcome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm going in in five. By the way, Grizz in five. Grizz in five. Mim this. <laughs> it's a bad slogan. Bad. All I've seen on Twitter today is how bad this slogan is. Yeah, it's a bad slogan. They put that on a growl towel. I'm not gonna hang it up on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> For the, um, you know. did y'all did y'all see the post game the other night? Whenever Shaq and Chuck picked Minnesota. Yeah, I wasn't laughing. I didn't I see it, but I read about it. I was just about my business. It was it was funny because Shaq said, yeah, I'm going with Memphis. And in the span of 15 seconds, talked himself in a circle and said, yeah, that's why I'm picking Minnesota. <laughs> he said, I'm picking Minnesota because they have the more talent, which isn't true. And uh, Shaq is Shaq, and Shaq just says Shaq stuff. The TNT crew I like, but let's not pretend like they're actually like good at their jobs. They're just entertaining. Finally, um, factual has been said on this podcast. <laughs> I like here's the thing, like if I'm speaking candidly, Minnesota does scare the shit out of me. Like yeah. they the those two games that we lost to them this year. Really, all four that we played was an absolute grind, one of which was a 40-point blowout that they just, like, took it to us. But I, like, they're a great value brand version of us. They were the one team in the play-in scenario that I didn't want to play. Yeah. I wanted them to be. They want to do everything that Memphis does, but Memphis does those things better. That that's what it is. They're just us, a less a less aversion, which is why the games are always how they are. Yeah, so, and I'm I'm gonna choose to go with the 82 game sample size where the Grizzlies won 56 games over the team that won 46. 
That's crazy that the between the like two seed and what were they? The two and seven. It's a ten game difference. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like that's really close. I feel like not as close to the East this year. But... Well, I think like <laughs> I think that ten game difference. I think like the wasn't the difference between the Suns and the Grizzlies like eight? Yeah. So the gap from one to two is almost as big as the gap from two to seven. Two to seven. Yeah. yeah. But that gap from two to three was like six. Yeah. All right, Justin. What's your thoughts? I know you had thoughts on the Grizzlies. No, I mean, I, like I said, like Minnesota does scare me, but not enough to make me concerned about losing the whole series. Um, they're going to be, they're all going to be tough games, I think. Like, no, none of them are going to be blowouts. So, yeah. If D'Angelo Russell keeps turning into Michael Jordan whenever he plays Memphis, he may so be in stupid. trouble. It is so stupid. He has scored 68 more points against Memphis this year than the second most points scored against another team. Yeah, but here's the thing: Are we agreeing that they're going to be close games and tough games? Yeah. Give me Ja Morant in a close game over oh. anybody in the NBA. That's not a Grizzlies bias. That's somebody who's watched Ja Morant in close games. The dude gets a bucket when he needs a bucket. Also, to kind of further the discrepancy between like what I'm seeing on social media and everything else. Like I said, ESPN picked at 14 nothing Grizzlies. Of the established series, we have the second best odds to win behind that minus 1100 by Milwaukee. Who Who is Minnesota's fourth starter? Or their fifth starter, I guess, because it's... Jaden McDaniels? Oh, okay. That's their weak link. That's where we get them. I mean, the Clippers just straight up didn't guard them the other night. I mean that's that's essentially what I would do with Jaren, like just double cat in the post and. Well, you can have Jaren room free, kind of be that big old condor just blocking everything. Yeah, uh, I think we're gonna see the. Like we're focusing on the starters a lot. They have to sit at some point. Our bench, DeAnthony Melton, might drop twenty a game. I also think we can kind of like, Stephen Adams is gonna start, but. Brandon Clark is probably going to be the one to finish games. Let's give a shout out to Brandon for reviving his career this year. I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's like 25. I know. But last year it looked like he was done. <laughs> yeah. The rumors that I've read is that he was hurt all last year. And it was just one of those things they played through. So it never really got disclosed, but it was like a sports hernia type deal. Oh, so he was, uh, he forgot how to shoot a basketball. Well, he never could shoot. Oh, he couldn't even jump last year, which is like the one thing he was good yeah. at. Well, I'm just saying it's it's very good to see him back in like a consistent lineup. Yes, Brandon Clark is awesome. And so, they don't have Jitty season. <laughs> How many playoff minutes did he if, come to see? <laughs> if John Gonchar sees the court, we're in deep shit. <laughs> Hey, and that's coming double. from the world's number triple one John Conjar fan. I hope I hope my uncle listens to this episode tomorrow because he's been the biggest John Conchar fan all year, and he did not. There's no way that's true. Yeah, I promise you. Shout out, Uncle Fly. <laughs> Every time Conchar does something cool in a game, he calls me. He's like, "Do you watch that?" I'm like, "Yeah, he does cool stuff." Well, <laughs> he's got the quickest left-handed dunk I've ever seen. There's not a better put-back dunker in the league. 
In the league. In the league. I will say John Conchart did have 17 rebounds against Minnesota in a game this year. That's not the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Against Minnesota. Sorry. Yeah. He's like 6'5 and white. He's got 17 rebounds. All right. That takes us to the ad read for tonight. Tonight's This League Part 2 podcast is brought to you by Roman Swipes. Pierce, we finally got that boner ad. Roman swipes. <laughs> no one needs Roman when they're watching John Morant. <laughs> Can we title this one Pierce's Mom Don't Listen Part Two? <laughs> so why are they are you gonna talk about the sponsor? Or? No, they just said like people that listen to your podcast like need not they probably struggle getting it up. So <laughs> <laughs> You okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move. All right. Thanks again to our ad sponsor, Roman, for tonight. Uh, with that being said, we'll move on to the second round. We'll hop back over to the East. Pierce, in the second round, we have your Miami Heat taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. Ain't even a question. Eating five. I don't know about five, but I also have the heat. Yeah. I got I got the heat. I think MB gets them two games, but yeah, the heat. I like James Harden is just the worst. James Harden he's even worse than the playoffs. He's gonna have on him. A man by the name of Jimmy Buckets. And guess what Jimmy Buckets is very good at? Keeping the other guy from getting buckets. Stopping buckets. That's right. <laughs> and guess who the guy he's guarding isn't even good at doing? Getting buckets. Getting buckets. <laughs> also, like, you're not going to stop him being, but Bam's going to stop. Him. If I had to pick someone to slow him down, Bam out of Iowa would be very close to the top of that list. Yeah. So I think the Heat match up well against the Sixers. I think they have a better coach. And I think Heat and five. Yeah, I mean, this is whenever Doc Rivers leaves and goes to L.A., right? Well, it depends on if the team trades him again. I think Philadelphia will throw him under the bus for that one. He'll go coach L.A. LeBron will be happy for a year or two, and then we'll see where it goes. From nah, there. man, they're hiring Mike, Mark Jackson. That would be hilarious and an unmitigated disaster. Yeah. Their front office next year is going to be Stephen A. Smith calling the shots and then Mark Jackson down on the court. Justin, do you agree? Are you in Miami? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not a you're not a Harden guy either, though. No, I can't stand James Harden. Does, does Harden have fans? Daryl Morey? Fair enough. <laughs> That's all you he need, right? He's going to. He's going to pay you $250 million. The, the guy who signs your paychecks, that's a good guy to have as a fan. <laughs> All right, so we'll move the heat on in the, to the Eastern Conference Finals. The other East Series, God, if this actually happens, it would be so much fun. Celtics Bucks. Ooh. Pierce, I want Justin to start this time. Why don't you ever start? Yeah, you start. Fine. 
It's your Bucks. I think I like the Bucks. I think it's going to be a great series if it happens. I just, I think, I know he's not going to win MVP. I think Giannis is the best player in the NBA. And he's already been there. He's already done everything. And I'm, I'm going with the Bucks. Justin, you're up. Whoa. I'm taking over the show here. Um, I'm it, it's close, but I, I think I'm I'm thinking with Milwaukee as well. I just Boston, like I know they've had a great like second half, but they're uh I don't know, I just they concern me in the playoffs. So I think I think I'm gonna go Giannis. Similar to how we did like we talked about the Nets having it at the very worst two of the top three players in the Boston series. Would Boston have two of the best three players in this series? And then we end up picking against them? It would be yeah. if you pick Middleton over Jalen Brown. Brown. I mean, Middleton wasn't all-star this year. Jalen Brown wasn't, but. I think they kind of go. I think, yeah, this, I think the Celtics are going to win. I want the Bucks to win because I want a Heat-Bucks matchup in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I can explain why, because the Bucks are moving on um, when we come back to that series. But I think the Celtics are a – I'm a big team guy. I think the Celtics are a better team. I Can I just say that I think this is the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah, you can say that. It's not. They're neither <laughs> the East, but, yeah, you can. I, I do – usually I root against – Bill Simmons' happiness. Oh, that's. But I think the Celtics team is. I mean, I don't think like they have been legitimately awesome for four months now. Yeah, I think the Celtics are going to win this series. You may be right. I'm just. I'm. I refuse. This is my. It's probably my bias kicking in. I just can't pick against Giannis. Well, similar to what you said earlier, I'm not letting the Bucks move through this series. So Celtics go on. Uh, you can't do that. Justin, <laughs> are you picking Milwaukee or are you picking the yeah. Celtics? No, nah, I'm going Milwaukee. All right. So we moved Milwaukee on. on. <laughs> so we have a Miami and Milwaukee Eastern Conference Finals. Moving on to the West, do we even, like, how much time do we need to talk about the Suns Jazz? None. We don't. <laughs> Just the Suns, Suns in five? Yeah, we'll give them five. Sons and three. Donovan Mitchell. We haven't, we haven't talked about Donovan Mitchell going off for fifty every game in the playoffs yet, so I feel like we should note that, and then say Suns and five. Okay, that takes us to the Grizzlies Warriors. Bud, make your pick. <laughs> I think the Grizzlies are a better team. Okay. I think on any given night, John can be. Go ahead, Justin. I was saying, I think we're a bad matchup for Golden State. I agree. I think on any given night, Ja can be the best player on the floor. I think on any night, Ja is the best player on the floor. He's going against Steph Curry. Yeah, all-time greatest shooter. He's also like 47. 
He's got the ankles of a young Pierce Williams. <laughs> Are y'all in agreement with me? Yeah. Yeah. Risen five. That's it sounds so Grizz in five, close it out in the end. I think Dylan can do enough to irritate Steph. You're not really worried about Draymond on the offensive end. Bain is a better defender than he gets credit for, so you can throw him on Clay. Jordan Poole is kind of becoming a Grizz killer. But I just think the Grizzlies are a better team. Yeah. So I'm going Grizzlies in an undisclosed amount of games. Less than <laughs> eight. All right. So now we have the we have the Eastern and the Western Conference Finals set. Pierce, please start us off with the Miami Heat against the Milwaukee. Well, Bucks. one is gonna be the Heat versus Celtics. But I'll pretend to play your little games. The Heat and the Bucks have met in the playoffs the past two years. Neither series was exciting. Two years ago, he won in five, and it was only because Giannis got hurt, and it threw off their game plan. They should have swept him. Threw off my groove. They threw off his groove. Anyways, last year, Bucks got their revenge, swept the Heat in the first round. This year, different game. I think the Heat, Heat are looking for revenge in a big way, and – I think that big three in Miami with the sixth man of the year and Tyler Harrow, I think they're coming for that, that badonkadonk. I'm going heat and six. Justin? Well, I think this is a seven game series. And uh, I guess I was just gonna say Pierce. <laughs> this is fast forwarding a little bit. We're all gonna say the Grizzlies are gonna win the championship, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, continue. No, I uh, I think I know we just said the Grizzlies are the better team than the Warriors. I think the Heat overall are a better team than Milwaukee. But I think Giannis is too much of a matchup problem for the Ain't Heat. No problem. So I'm Who's gonna going go Milwaukee. Giannis? I'm gonna go you Milwaukee. Are you putting Bam on Giannis? Probably. They would. Yeah, they're probably gonna put Bam on Giannis. Put Jimmy on Chris Middleton and Kyle Lowry on Drew Holiday. I guess that's not bad. When you say it like that. I just Honestly, yeah, when you say it like that, heat and five. Oh my god, I just thought about something. Yeah, I know. It's Tyler Hero versus Grayson Allen. Uh, Grayson Allen. <laughs> Matchup of the century. It's like it's, the, it's the, the music fest jersey fiesta. <laughs> but no, I think I think Milwaukee wins in seven. Pierce, I don't, I don't want to do this to you again. Honestly, you're doing me a favor because it makes my next picks a lot easier. 
I think whoever wins the Celtics Bucks series is winning the East. I think the Bucks are better than the Celtics. I think the Bucks are better than the Heat. Wrong though. <laughs> I think Giannis is that awesome. Giannis is is awesome. But guess what? There are a lot of players that we said are really awesome that we bounced after the first round. Yeah, but those players didn't put up a 50-piece in a game six of the of the NBA Finals. Yeah, they hadn't been to one yet. That's what I'm saying. Giannis, like, has been there. He knows what to do. I, I don't want this to come as me not cheering for Giannis at all. I love Giannis. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't think you were. I'm just trying to come up with, like, my rationale yeah. as to why I think that This way. has nothing to do with Giannis. I, I tend to lean on your side that he's the best player in the NBA. But I think that he – their whole thing is, like, revenge pretty much. And they got swept by this team in the first round last year. I think the Heat are going to come out with a little something extra that the Milwaukee Bucks can't match. That Heat team is everything that I wanted the grit and grind Grizzlies to be, except with better players. Yes. So did you talk yourself into the correct answer? No, I'm taking Milwaukee. I mean, so yes, I did. I already had the correct answer. Heat, move but... on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have the East winner. Your Miami <laughs> Heat. We have the Suns and the Grizzlies in the Western Conference Finals. Let's just say this first. <laughs> we we all had the Grizzlies like in the play in. So the fact that we're we're even talking about this success. No, look, let's be honest. The Suns are a better team. Um hard disagree. Hard, no, your face a second ago said otherwise. Yeah, I watched them lose to our third string two weeks ago. Playoff basketball is a little different, though. I know. We don't even have to play our third string. We get to play our good players. <laughs> no, I mean, the Suns are the best team in the NBA record-wise, for sure. I just... I, I can't do I'm going Memphis. I, Justin, I'll be the unbiased party here. I'm going to take Phoenix. Don't do that. I don't want to make You're making this final terrible. I think I it's going to be a rematch of last year. It's not. I think it's a great matchup. Like, we, we both match up extremely well together. Because you know what? Dylan Brooks is a soft little boy. And you know who's not a soft little boy? No, no, shoot. Crap. I got dang it. Cut that. Cut that. Booker is a soft little boy. And you know who's Send, not send a Dylan soft Brooks this clip. Dylan Brooks, who will be guarding Booker and getting in his head. No, I think I honestly think Dylan Brooks X factor that series. I think Dylan Brooks is the X Factor of just about every series Dylan Brooks appears I can't in. believe I fumbled that. <laughs> I don't I don't think I can unbiasedly pick this series. Because the Grizzlies are gonna win six in the M. 
Well, it... six. Yeah, I want us to win at home. I think if the Grizzlies do win the series, it would have to be in six. Like, I don't think they would win in seven. I don't want to have to fly to Phoenix for game seven, so I'm going to pick us to win in six. Phoenix has been the best team in the NBA the entire year. I don't – they're built for playoff basketball. I don't see that changing. Unbiasedly, I am picking Phoenix. two on one. Justin hasn't picked anything. He said he – Because I don't want to pick. I think the Grizzlies would beat Phoenix. Plain and simple, I think Chris Paul missed his shot last year. I'm not sure they even make it to the Western Conference Finals. No, they we aren't. haven't. Just, we haven't played the Jazz in the second they're, round. Yeah, their matchup, their matchup <laughs> gets them there automatically. Yeah, they have a cakewalk <laughs> there, but they're going to get too comfortable. Yeah, complacent. Maybe. I don't know, Justin. I can flip a coin. I don't. I don't know. I can't pick. Well, flip the coin. Like, guess what's on both sides? Ja. <laughs> Uh, that goes to the higher seed. This is your correct playoff matchup. Do what you got to do here. That, what a cop out that is. We're at a. <laughs> yeah, I'm not letting. Harris is right. I'm not letting no, you get off that easy. You, okay. you have to put your name so, to, a, to a take here. <laughs> That's absurd. <laughs> you make us wait 30 I, I, minutes and you can't even pick a team? I mean, I really I really hope Pierce is right. My dead dog back here is better at picking games than you. Sherman, move. Breathe. <laughs> he didn't do either. Can I check on him? Hey, weird move, everybody at home. Busby sleeps with his dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I guess I guess go Phoenix. God, y'all are some punk words. I'm not gonna say on the internet. Punk as bitches, <laughs> which is exactly what the Suns are gonna be after the Grizzlies whoop them in six. I I hope you're right. I truly, truly, truly hope I'm wrong. Yeah, you are. I'll tell you right now. But we're not going to get swept like our first Western Conference Finals that appearance. Was, and our only Western Conference Finals. That was so sad. Fair I enough. was at that game four. That was so bad. I was at that game four. Not good. Rough. Not good. Yeah. But if I'm gonna have to if I'm gonna have to pick Phoenix over the Grizzlies, then I gotta pick them to win it. I know we haven't so you made have, it there. You yet, have Phoenix over Milwaukee? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna just throw the Grizzlies out like that. I have to. If it's if we're settling on Phoenix, Milwaukee, then yeah, Phoenix is gonna win the title. But we saw it play out last year. It's a different it's a year. Different year. If we just went with the previous winner every year, the Celtics would have won every championship for the past seventy years. <laughs> They've only won seventeen of them. <laughs> Do you remember there was like a three or four year span 
where my weakness was picking the Bucks to win the East, and they always lost in the first or second round. And I kept doing it, and I never, I never learned from my mistakes. Then last year, I finally picked against the Bucks, and they won the NBA Are championship. You doing that? I think my new all allow it. I, all allow it. I think Phoenix and four. I think my new. I think the new team that I'm going to die on is Phoenix. Like I'm just going to pick them every year, for like four years, and then eventually I'm going to be like, no, I'm not doing that again. And then they're going to win hey, one. If if it keeps that ring off Chris Paul's finger, I'm for it. I'm picking Phoenix. I think Phoenix beats Milwaukee this year. I do too. I think they should have beat them last year. I don't know what happened. I was seven game series. Uh, six. No, that would have to You think they go two Milwaukee? No, the finals is different. And it's like two two. No, it's the top. It's the higher. Seed. I know, but they, the format changes. It's two two. Is it? Is it two? Is three? it two three, three, three two? Two three two. So yeah, game six. If that is wow, the format, we all I can see six. Or we all three just pick Phoenix. We. Once you two bozos moved him on to the championship. Do you think Memphis would beat Milwaukee? Yes. Do you think Memphis would beat Miami? That's <laughs> nightmare scenario for me. Nightmare scenario for me. Chris, <laughs> it better not be like it better be Memphis. No, 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 it is. But I know. If I know anything from watching playoff NBA basketball for the past 20 years of my life, it's that if your team is playing a team, you end up hating that team that they play with you That's fair. after a seven-game series. What am I going to do with my Jimmy Butler jersey that's hanging on the wall? I can't hate Jimmy that's Butler. What, I just want to say my dog oh, moved. He, oh, he is moving. Yeah, his dog moving a nightmare. He's, He's twitching like a crazy person. Um, but yeah, if I know anything, it's after you watch your team play a seven-game series against somebody, you hate them. I do not want to watch the Grizzlies and the Heat go at it, which is why I'm okay with your two object. It's going to be the Grizzlies Heat. Speaking of hating, I absolutely cannot wait to hate Minnesota for the next couple weeks. Oh, I already do. And it's not even them. Because objectively, I really like two of their stars. I don't want to hate two of their stars. Who's the second one? Busby, guess the two. I think Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell is who you're going to say. Yeah, those are the two. Anthony Edwards is absolutely, like, I like Anthony Edwards. He's awesome. His press conferences are second to none. But they have that little flea. Patrick Beverly, <laughs> who – and you know what? Say what you will about Russell Westbrook. Completely right on Patrick Beverly fooling everybody. He just runs around. He just plays and gets in the like he doesn't, he doesn't play defense. He just runs around and does stuff. He's a worse version of Tony Allen. 100%. He's – Yeah. Tony Allen was awesome. Yeah. That's not even like a biased opinion. Tony, like no. Kobe Bryant has said on numerous times, Tony Allen is well, the best defender he's ever played. Tony was actually like thoughtful in his defense. Patrick Beverly just 
runs around like crazy. Do we think that Minnesota comes into this like they already won their championship? They're in the playoffs. Um, maybe a little. Maybe, but I think I think Milwaukee. I think Minnesota wants to beat. Like I think Minnesota thinks that they are better than we. I are. do too. But. I wish the game would have been close. I wish they wouldn't have gotten this four to five days. I'm not going to count out the days between um, break between the games to get their head on straight. I wish it would have been like next day. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I meant to bring this up earlier. No team with an aggregate age of under 25 years old has advanced in the playoffs since the 2010-2011 OKC Thunder. Both Minnesota and Memphis has an aggregate age under 25, okay, like, so that streak I didn't in. know where you were going with that because I knew Memphis did. I didn't know Minnesota did. Yeah, Minnesota's a young okay, team. So I wrote some notes down during the episode. Which is wild because Pat Bev is, what, 33? Yeah, Steve Adams is the oldest person on our team. He's 28. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's crazy that he's your age, Busby. He looks like so much more of a man. <laughs> What's your notes, Pierce? I, I, he, I mean, to be fair, he oh, is. He's only a year older than me, and I'm not going to look like that. <laughs> so we mentioned Utah. So we said Phoenix is going to win the title, right? right yeah. That. That's done. Grizz and six. But so <laughs> circling back to Utah, their point guard. His name is Michael Conley Jr. We're all familiar with him. I do know who that is. Okay. You mentioned that after they lose this year, they're going to blow it all up. If I'm not incorrect, the Memphis Grizzlies' current backup point guard is on an expiring contract. He's going to demand some money at the end of this year due to the fact that he's awesome and has led the NBA in assisted turnover ratio for the past three years. Am I correct in saying this? You are. Is there a scenario where Michael Conley comes home to back up the crowned prince. Justin, do you want to weigh in first? No, you got it. Of course Justin doesn't want to weigh I, in. This man tried not to <laughs> take a whole I'm round. too biased of a human. Too biased I, of a human. I think that scenario exists, but I also believe if we're operating under the assumption Tyus Jones is going to be too expensive, we should probably operate under the assumption Mike Conley is going to be too expensive. That's fair, but I don't know. I don't know. But I don't hate it. I'm also not. Because. because (laughs) Michael Conley is in the point of his career where he needs a championship. Guess who is primed to be in contention next year based off of this year before the playoffs because we don't know what's going to happen there? Your Memphis Grizzlies! (laughs) Busby, why'd you make me drink before this episode? (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm just saying. Possibility Mike Conley comes home. Nothing would 
make me more excited than having Mike Conley and John Morant on the same court. What are the other notes you jotted down? Oh, that's down? literally the only note. I jotted down, <laughs> does Mike Conley come home? I'm here for it. The rest was I... my grocery list for the week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not ready to give up on like the Tyus Jones resigning Oh, thing. absolutely not. I love Tyus Jones, want him to resign. But looking at the power, like this, the role players we have, I feel like they're going to demand a lot of money, and we're going to have to pay a supermax in a couple, like in a year. So you could also probably this might be where they lean. I don't know how Zach Kleiman thinks, but however he thinks is probably the correct way to think because he's he's been that good at his job so far. Absolutely. You have picks what like twenty. 122, something like that. And then, like, your own pick, which would be 28, 29, yeah, something, something like that. that. Um, you might look for a backup point guard there, one you can develop and keep around for a couple of years and whatnot. I also have no idea what Mike Conley's contract's at right now. Is he still in that absurd one that we gave him? Well, yeah, but it's, it's, just, it's what we gave him. It's the five years, 131 or whatever it is. Um, five years, 150. I didn't know if he was still on that or not. I didn't know how long ago we gave it to him. He's got to be towards like at the yeah, end. Because we gave him to that. We gave him that before Jaron got drafted. He still has two years left on that deal. Whoa. Oh, I was oh. wrong. Maybe he got one. We gave him that deal and traded him the next year. Maybe he got an extension from Utah, but he still got. He still has, uh, not counting this year, he still has two years at roughly forty-seven million dollars left. Okay, Mike Conley's not coming home. That's a sad end of this podcast. Should have said that before I got all excited. I, didn't, I just looked it up. Um, <laughs> if we do have Bucks Suns, who's your finals MVP? Don't give They're it to Chris Paul. Chris. Uh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker. I think we're all in a consensus as Devin Booker. No. You yeah. said Chris Paul. Until they give it to Chris Paul. <laughs> Devin Booker is better than he's Chris better Paul. He's better than Chris Paul, and he's more of a son than Chris Paul is. Like, but but the NBA loves Chris Paul. Dude, NBA, the NBA voters do love Chris but Paul. It, that's not an NBA vote, is it? Like, that's a... They can make it one. I don't think you can just do that. Who chooses the MVP? I don't know, but you wouldn't think that NBA voters who watch the games, presumably, anyway, would have voted... Andre Iguodala over Steph Curry. That's what I was about to say. Iguodala did win MVP in the finals. He's the most clutch shooter of all time. Get that out of here. I want Iguodala. Iguodala. (laughs) It's still, people don't understand it, but it still cracks me up that he gets booed every single time he touches the ball in Memphis. Yeah, that's a high note to end the podcast on. Somebody said the F word in Iguodala. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) F Iguodala. (laughs) My dad called me a day and said, quit all that damn cussing. 
<laughs> Such a great dad quote. <laughs> yeah. Throw it throw in a cuss word in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, well. How cool it would be if Mike Conley came home. Do you think you retired degree? Like signs of one day? Sure. Why not? Regardless, he's gonna be remembered as a grizzly anyway, so you think he does a victory tour like yeah. Wolves? I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. I think it's funny that you Cardinals fans, the only thing you have to be excited about is a 40-year-old slugger. He's 42. Oh, wow. I was, thought I was exaggerating. He's old. <laughs> and that's not it. Nolan Arnott is awesome. So is Paul You're Goldstein. just naming people. You're making up names right now. That's an accountant. You think I just na- made up the name Arenado and Goldschmidt? Yeah, that dude does taxes. But it's two separate guys. Yeah, I was talking about Goldschmidt. All right. <laughs> well, everyone, I hope you enjoy this. Pierce, Justin, this has been fun. Enjoyed it. I hope that one-third <laughs> of the things we said was correct. <laughs> we'll, uh, I'm sure our social media intern will tweet out the uh, the final tally and see where we end up at the end. But all I know is I did. I'm pumped for the playoffs. Uh, absolutely. Grizzlies tip off 2.30 Saturday. Oh, yeah. Y'all going to come in town for any games? Too expensive. Game yeah, they had a, they had a left kidney first. That's a possibility. Captain 401ks, boys. <laughs> Who needs retirement when we have John Morant? <laughs> All right, well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this. We had a blast. Please don't make fun of us whenever everything we said is wrong. Our ethos, logos, pathos was there, I swear. (laughs) Uh, But with that being said, we're out of here.